Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of This Week in Carding here on the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole, episode number 16. It is December the 10th, 2019. Essentially, all the races are behind us. There is some SoCal racing going on still. Tricy Carters is going to roll some stuff out here with their Winter Chill Series. But for the most part, we're done. Lots to talk about, though, on This Week in Karting. Uh, of course, our last episode was quite a while ago at the end of October. We got pretty busy uh, through November with the uh, the Super Nationals, uh, with Supercarts USA. David Cole was actually in Vegas as well for the Rock the Rio event. So we've been pretty busy. But otherwise, back to this podcast. This will be our, uh, maybe not our final This Week in Karting of 2019. I might sneak one more in so it give you something to listen to over the Christmas holidays. Uh, but otherwise, we're looking forward to 2020. As you guys know, with This Week in Carding, essentially David Cole grabs all the news that he put on the homepage at ecardingnews.com. We tuck that into a nice little podcast that's perfect for your morning commute or heading home from work. Excellent to listen to on the car, in the shop, if you're working on the cart, whatever it may be. we got lots to talk about. This particular edition brought to you by Briggs Racing. Briggs & Stratton is powering Operation Grassroots around the world. No other engine manufacturer is getting new and returning drivers to the car track like the Briggs 206. The out-of-the-box performance provides the most fun, excitement, and reliability of any karting engine on the global market. Learn more about the 206 engine and the history behind Briggs & Stratton's century-long commitment to motorsports at www.briggsracing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? All right, David, uh, this week in karting, last show, uh, episode 15, was October 25th, so uh, essentially a, a little over six weeks ago. Uh, November was crazy. Super Nats, Rock the Rio, uh, our Outlap podcasts, all your class previews. It just seemed like uh, we put our heads down on, what, October the 28th and and didn't lift them up till Thanksgiving. Well, actually, till after Thanksgiving, sure. because really we didn't get back to the office until... Uh, roughly about uh, eight days ago yeah. on the December 2nd. So yeah, November was was focused on those two events and nonstop. And, and of course, obviously the Thanksgiving break, uh, we were able to enjoy some uh, some family time and some friend time and, and just uh, food time to enjoy uh, all the festivities that come with Thanksgiving. Yeah, and again, the funny thing is the Super Nationals really wasn't even done for me until last night. I actually, I'm down here in Southern California right now. I actually went into a recording studio in Temecula and and knocked out the voiceover for the show that will be on the CBS Sports Network. I think people are going to obviously love that. Not it's, it's not like it was in the past when it was like the first time to see the coverage uh, that Greenlight TV did for the Super Nationals. Now with the live show on... Uh, uh, on Super Sunday, essentially that's what you're seeing, but they put it all together in one package, about an hour long. So I, I believe it's going to air. I know we'll, I'm sure Scusa will get the official word out, but I think it's going to air uh, this coming Sunday. Actually, I believe is when it's going to be out there. I think we get more of Kev Harris than you probably in the actual shows because that's true. He's there to kind of seg segue the uh, the categories and and provide the opening. I believe you guys did some uh, some stand ups uh, together. But uh, he does a lot of solo work uh, as the carts were on track throughout Super Sunday. Uh, were there any interviews uh, in the episode that we'll be able to see? There are. There's an interview with, uh, I think, three different drivers. We won't uh, jump the gun, let you know who they are. But obviously, they interviewed all the winners afterwards as well. Coverage is fantastic. It's, it's just one of those packages. It's going to be on Sports Network, uh, CBS Sports Network. I have a, When I looked at the schedule, I think it's right after 
some of the SCCA runoffs. Some of those classes are, are being presented on CBS Sports Network, so they're going to roll right off of that into the Scusa Supernats, which is going to be really good for for karting because all these amateur racers from the SCCA are watching. They're going to see what karting is all about as well, too. And that's one of the great things about getting on network TV, the opportunity to kind of educate some people that may be watching CBS Sports Network, let them see what we do at the very top level of our sport. Now, David, you got lots, lots here. I got what? One, two, three, four pages of notes here for this particular edition of This Week in Karting. You're the news desk manager. You quarterback all this stuff. Let's just start rolling out with some of the information that, that hit the airwaves uh, pretty much in uh, late October and November. Or, yeah, November. Uh, yeah, let's start with uh, going into the 2020 season because obviously it's just around the corner. We got to start talking about the events that are going to be coming up, especially the winter programs. Uh, and one of the most popular ones being, and most historic ones being the Florida Winter Tour, uh, as they're going to return in the 2020 season. Rock Cup Promotions going to be hosting that program. Uh, their first opening event is going to be January 16th through the 19th in Miami, Florida. Now, mind you, this event and the third event, we still do not have exact locations yet as to where these races are going to take place, but they're both going to be temporary circuits. The third one being March 5th through the 8th in St. Petersburg, Florida. We have an idea of where it is. We saw an image, a photo that they shared online. I kind of believe I know where it what is. Uh, Tropicana, Tropicana yeah, Field, where the uh, where the uh, Tampa Bay Devil Rays play. Uh, there's a lot of parking lot there, so I think it's going to be there. I believe the Miami event's still going to be at Hard Rock Stadium. Um, again, they said two 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 miles from the beach, which kind of equates to where Hard Rock Stadium <laughs> is located. Uh, but again, nothing confirmed. But obviously, different different layouts going to be for. Both of those events, both temporary circuits. So again, come uh, Rock Cup uh, USA Promotions going to be doing two temporary events. The middle event going to be February 13th through the 16th at Ocala Grand Prix. So going back to uh, Ocala Grand Prix uh, with the Florida Winter Tour, a very uh, long-standing location for that program. I ran the Florida Winter Tour uh, back when it was a Scusa program with, with Bill Wright at Ocala. I want to say it was right when they first started going. I think it was 2000 on a CTS chassis in the 125 class, an S3 rookie. It was fun. Good time. Now, S- S3 rookie. S3 that's, rookie. Yeah, novice now. Yeah, it's it was, called it was, novice now. Yeah, yep. that's what it was back then, man. It was a rookie cl- category. It was my first, my first couple of races ever in a 125 shifter. Now, interesting about the Rock Cup Florida Winter Tour, the St. Petersburg date, March the 5th to the 8th, as you mentioned, David, the week before the IndyCar race. It's St. Petersburg. I, I it's got it. I drive by the the Tropicana field every time we come through. You know when I'm when I'm announcing for Road to Indy and, and IndyCar Radio, and I see that there, and I'm kind of wondering what you know. Hey, this, I wonder how big that parking lot is. Could they actually use that? So that's a potential. You and I think that's that's probably where it's going to be. How much of a connection will Rock Cup have potentially with uh, Green Savory Racing, the the promoters of the IndyCar weekend? It's a weekend before. Is it? Are, are they going to be able to somehow make this part of the IndyCar program? No, that'd be that'd be some cross marketing. Yeah, that's something we don't we don't have any no. firm one hundred percent confirmation on that. Uh, they were down there again, as we said. Uh, we saw an image of them going down there, uh, staking out the actual parking lot that they'll be in. Again, nothing confirmed, uh, but I would assume that uh, with uh, a lot of uh, racing going on in that in that area for the what a whole month. Uh, probably leading up to it uh, with all the preparation for the track being built and stuff like that and all the promotional uh, events that are going on. Yeah. I believe there's a uh, 
uh, that week, there's the cart to uh, the carting uh, charity race that uh, Sebastian Bourdais and and Patrick Long hold at um, I believe at the racetrack. Do they, do they not? Yeah, it's in the opening. It's in the opening corner. We, we raise a bunch of money for the Children's Hospital, uh, Johns Hopkins uh, Children's Ho- Hospital there, racing for kids. And yeah, it's Patrick Long and Sebastian Bourdais. I think that's I, th- I believe it's the Tuesday. I think it's the Tuesday before the race starts. I've had a chance to announce it the last couple of years. Just a, a great way for all the IndyCar guys, a road to Indy guys, and some sports car guys to come on out. Raise a bunch of money. And you're right, David. It's a it's a festival, right? The road these IndyCar races, especially the street races, are kind of like week long festivals. If indeed this race is part of it, the Rock Cup Winter Tour, it could roll right into that week. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, and the other thing that uh, that they confirmed uh, also were the categories that were going to run there. Obviously, all the uh, the standard Rock Cup USA categories with Mini, Micro, uh, Rock Junior, Rock Senior, uh, Rock Master. Uh, shifter rock and shifter rock master they're also going to have the junior and senior 100 cc categories um, that will include both the uh, vlr engine and the imek 100 engine so it's still going to be the combined uh engine yep. category they're also going to run though the briggs junior or briggs 206 junior and briggs 206 senior uh classes for uh the florida winter tour um so a lot of categories a lot of different options uh, for a lot of the racers that are looking to uh, to get uh, the 2020 season started. Yeah, Florida Winter Tour, again, a three-race series, one weekend in January, uh, February, and March. Now, David, let's go to another schedule announcement, kind of a different uh, community within uh, the sport of karting and our, and our family within the sport. Cup Karts North America finally announcing their 2020 schedule. I think a very anticipated announcement. And David, they, they've made a bit of a change. I think the change, and we'll talk more about it once you go through the schedule, because of this massive success that's starting to happen, this support for this program that Greg Jasperson and Steve Vermeer have put together, there's a lot of interest in it. Massive race last year at the Grand Nationals. The 2020 Grand Nationals is going to be absolutely huge. But they're going to some different venues for this particular year, kind of expanding the, the reach of the Cup Cards North America program. When you look at the schedule for their uh, their Champions Cup program, it's still five events that they're going to do, same as last year. Uh, but really only one new racetrack they have not been to, and then four they have been to, but only one returning from last year. So that's kind of the dynamic that the schedule kind of unfolds as we go through this year. Uh, they're going to begin the, the, the season now in April instead of May, moving the Spring Nationals into April. It's going to be April 17th through the 19th. And they're going to Whiteland in Indiana, which is just yeah. south of Indianapolis. So Whiteland Raceway Park uh, obviously is getting a lot of attention with the uh, the new ownership that had taken taken over last year, uh, putting a lot of money and uh, and 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 structure into uh, the facility to uh, to be uh, what it was when it began. What probably what fifty years ago, I believe, give or take a couple of years, uh, yeah. as a grassroots home for uh, karting in the Indianapolis area. <clears throat> yeah. Also, obviously, what uh, Sarah Fisher and Andy O'Gara have done, they've uh, they put a lot of investment into that track and great to have another facility like that in the Indianapolis area. Starting off with the Spring Nationals, that was a big race last year. I think it, I think it was at Concept Haulers uh, last year, Motor Speedway, right? It, yeah, it was. It was at Concept Haulers, but uh, so the Concept Haulers event now is that's the only returning track from last year. That's going to move to June 5 through 7. So that's going to be the third event of the year. The second event going to be in May 15, 17, heading up towards a little bit towards me, East Lansing Kart Track, uh, another uh, vintage 
racetrack uh, in our sport, uh, been around for decades. Uh, and I was there probably since I was knee high to a grasshopper. <laughs> Uh, so I've been there a long time. My last race there was probably a couple years ago with the Bobby Hahn Memorial race. Uh, so East Lansing was on the schedule in 2018. So cup carts, North America has been there before took a year off going back there again this year. And then again, as I said, concepts hall are going to be after that. That's in uh, Norway, Illinois, uh, July 10th through the 12th is going to be taking the program back down to the Mid-State Cart Club in Springfield, Illinois. Another great grassroots uh, cart club that, uh, again, the Tracks Club own does a lot. They do. They have a lot of volunteers that do a lot of work around the facility. They continue to to uh, pave and, and, and pour concrete all over the facility for not only the track, but I believe they're they're building some garages there as well. So they're always trying to upkeep uh the facility uh, in down there in Springfield. And then everything closes up for the Champions Cup in August 21 through the 23rd at the SeaTech Manufacturing Motorplex at Road America. So the program going back to Road America again and going to wrap up the uh, that championship program there in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. Yeah, four different uh, states as well in Indiana, Michigan, Illinois, and uh, Wisconsin. And then we wrap it all up, David. As you said, uh, Grand Nationals 4 at Newcastle, October 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. We had a chance to run at that event this past year, and it uh, really fueled the momentum, I think. Uh, and I wrote that I wrote a morning coffee uh, column afterwards. Just It felt like it was those early Super Nationals that I was at in 97, 98, and 99, you know, when it was, man, we're really part of something special here. Something's growing. And to be able to have this major event uh, in the Midwest like they've had at Newcastle Motorsports Park, uh, you know more guys are coming. People have had FOMO last year. that They weren't able to be there. I, the fields are going to be even bigger this year. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to go back there in October. <laughs> I, I think we'll, we'll probably have the Masters group is probably going to be split up, uh, very similar to CIK Medium last year. Yeah. Uh, CIK heavy may be the same as well. Uh, and they may have to start looking at separating uh, cadets and juniors as well. So it's going to be a, a very interesting uh, lead up up to the, that event, because if the numbers do grow over that 300 and I believe what 350 is the mark you set out maybe for it to be at next year or in 2020. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, that, that, that's really going to have to shake things up in the way the event unfolds and, and how, how it's conducted because again, they're still trying to make it a grassroots event because it really is. And so they're still yeah. trying to allow those people to not have to be there on Friday. If they choose not to be there to come in on Saturday morning, get a couple practice sessions in and then go and then go racing. Uh, so that's, that's going to be the challenge. Um, well, so we'll see how everything unfolds up till up until then. But again, the numbers that he'll get in the champions cup will probably dictate uh, kind of how they unfold everything for uh, the Grand Nationals for. One of the other pieces of news that came out on eCarding News just before we went to the Super Nationals uh, came out of the camp of the SimCraft 24 Hours of Orlando. Of course, that 24-hour uh, round-the-clock event that TJ Halls was putting on down uh, at Orlando Kart Center. He's kind of trying to pattern it off the Grania 500, the iconic race that happens every year down in uh, in Brazil. They want to have an American version of the Grania. Uh, a ton of uh, momentum right now. I want to say 36 teams or something like that already signed up of the Max 40 that they had. Some great momentum this year. But they came out with some news that they uh, they have partnered with a, with a company called Pride. 
Uh, they will be the official apparel supplier with event gear, team gear for competitors. Uh, and as I said, David, just four spots remaining. Final registration day, I think, is Monday, right? December 15th, I believe, the final day to register. Yeah, December 15th is the last day to register. They have four spots remaining. Uh, those four spots have to be personal cars, personal engines. They did have a program where it was a, uh, a rental engine through uh, Target Distributing or or a, per- a new purchase, purchase yeah. uh, through Target Distributing. So uh, it will be a, it's a bring your own engine uh, spots. But still, 36 teams that are going to be uh, competing there over for 24 hours. Uh, that'll be amazing just to see how everything kind of unfolds because over 24 hours, you never know what's going to happen. Obviously, the reliability of the Briggs engine is not going to be in question. But again, you know, you never know if a, a chain's going to uh, break or a gear's going to get bent or a tire's going to go flat or or steering rods get get uh, bent by contact. You you just never know what's going to happen. So it's going to be really cool to see how 36 teams uh, take to the 24 hours. You know, Dave. To me, this is one of these uh, one of the parts of the, of the really positive momentum we have in the sport right now. We've got some amazing one-off races that have really stepped up. You know, the Battle of the Brickyard was massive this year. Just such an uh, the iconic chance to be at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. But with all that momentum, it's getting the, the Cup Carts Grand Nationals growing as well. Then you've got this again. You've got this twenty-four hour race that is really starting to solidify itself. There's thirty-six teams of drivers that are going to go do this thing. They're only allowing forty. There's four more spots. Next year, it's going to be packed for sure. It's going to be full. We, you know, TJ's doing a great job. Him and his whole staff, USAC Karting involved in it. They are putting together that one race that we've been looking at, and that's to try to get a 24-hour race here, very similar to Grania. There's the 24 Hours of America that runs as well uh, with the guys from Pro Cup Karting. There's some great racing happening right now, and this is – a lot of it's like the grassroots. You know, the, the Scusa Pro Tour, great numbers. Uh, obviously, the Rock the Rio made some big steps this year to, to get over 300. But there's just such great momentum, David, at the bottom of the pyramid, that foundation of the sport that we always talk about. For a while, people were worried about it. But with that Briggs 206 doing what it's done, to be real, the, 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 that foundation is looking stronger than it has been, I think, probably for the 20 years I've been doing this. Well, you have to make things affordable yeah. for to in order to get the numbers up there. And that's what the Briggs... Uh, Briggs and Stratton 206 package has been able to do now now you're able to do these endurance events where before it was with the IAMI products now they they last don't get me wrong they they go they go a long time but the 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 maintenance budget is a little yeah. bit higher on those those types of, on the tag engines than it is for for a Briggs 206 because those things will just keep on going and it's same thing with the you know with the with Cup Carts Grand Nationals it's 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 affordable racing. That's that's really where, where we're thankful that we've gotten back to providing because that's essentially that's what karting was. It was for people who couldn't go out and spend the gobs of money to go car that's racing. It. it was it was so you could go out to a local track on a Saturday or a Sunday and, and, and get your speed fix. And, and thankfully, our sport has gotten back to that. That is exactly it, David. When I first wanted to get into racing, my dad was a stock car driver. I was in love with racing all my life. But there's no way I had the money to be able to buy a stock car, you know, a massive trailer, whatever it may, may have been. But I bought my first go-kart, MXK, with a Honda G200 engine on it. I don't know, GX1, a GX180 or GX160 or something like that, GX200. And I ended up buying that for $1,700. Bucks. And I would not be in the sport if it wasn't for the fact of an affordable used go-kart. And that is, that is bang on. You hit the nail on the head. 
All right, folks, we're heading to our first commercial break right now. When we get back, David's going to talk a little bit about the WKA. In fact, WKA will, will dominate our next segment here, the World Karting Association. Stay with us. Rob Howden, David Cole, Episode 16 of This Week in Karting. For over a century, Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja, race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge, the dedicated spirit of every Briggs & Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? When you think racing tire in the U.S., one name stands out, Huger. The history of Huger racing tire is one of an American dream and is the tire designed for champions. At the end of 2018, Margay Racing became the sole United States and Canadian karting distributor, establishing Hoosier Kart Sport. Throughout 2019, Hoosier Kart Sport has expanded the Hoosier brand to kart shops, tracks, clubs, and racing series across North America, focused on grassroots programs. Four different compounds are available through Hoosier Kart Sport. The R55 is among the most popular with shifter kart categories. The R60 and R70 serve the two-cycle and four-cycle community at the club and regional level. The R80 is the official compound of the Margate Ignite program. The Hoosier Wet has been tested to the limits and ranks among the top rain racing tire in karting today. With a wide range of compounds and a made-in-the-USA racing heritage, Hoosier Kart Sport has the tire you need for your track, series, or personal racing needs. Head to HoosierKartSport.com today to find your nearest dealer and follow them on all social media platforms by searching Hoosier Kart Sport. You've heard and read about us. We're the Rawlson Performance Group. We race to win. After putting all eight of our X30 senior drivers in the main at last year's Scusa Super Nationals, we're the tent you need to be under this November. We have just four spots available, so contact us today to lock in one of our final opportunities. We may be prepping for Las Vegas, but it's also time to talk about 2020. Joining the Rawls Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Our industry-leading driver development is provided by our staff of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and former Team USA members. And at the same time, RPG continues to be a national-level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. In 2020, we'll be racing in the Scusa Winter Series, Pro Tour, and California Pro Car Challenge, as well as the IKF Northwest Region. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. We do have different levels of programs available for the ICAF Sprint Grand Nationals at Pat's Acres on the September 20, 21-22 weekend. So if you want to get a head start on 2020, come up and join us and take your shot at winning a Duffy, one of the most prestigious trophies in the sport. We're the Rawlson Performance Group. We race to win. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network. Hello to everyone here at EKN Nation. Episode number 16 of This Week in Karting is December the 10th. My name is Rob Howden. David Cole, our news desk manager, joining me here today. Uh, David, we got a lot of news uh, coming out about the WKA over the last uh, couple of weeks, last month, because really they're prepping to get ready to go. They're they're heading to Daytona, what, in 
probably about 10 days to start working their way down because WK Cart Week, the 45th running of that great event coming just around the corner. Yeah, I'm sure next week they'll actually be preparing the facility for the event, uh, getting everything done. So that way people are allowed to go home uh, for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and then come turn around on the 26th and be ready to start uh, welcoming everybody into uh, the Daytona International Speedway facility. Uh, As you said, a lot of things have come out uh, over the last couple of weeks for the event and and for the 2020 season, uh, especially the WK and Rock Cup promotions getting together and providing an engine engine promo promotion and price package uh, for the upcoming season. Uh, the promotional price pricing structure is up until February 29th. That includes a micro and mini engine for 1300, the VLR for a 1300 price point, uh, the Rock GP engine for 2400, Rock Shifter for 3300. And that is based on a uh, paid entry into the WK Daytona Cart Week event or the WK Orlando event that will be in February. Yeah, pretty impressive numbers. Obviously, Rock uh, making an investment to try to see if they can't get some stability uh, in that WKA Manufacturers Cup program, but some pretty good pricing on those engines as well. Uh, Talk more about the fact that, David, they've got some great stuff as well uh, when we're looking at the 100cc junior and 100cc senior classes in the Rock VLR for the Manufacturers Cup. Yeah, they're also providing uh, the first 10 entries in the 100cc junior and 100cc senior classes who register for all four Manufacturers Cup events by December 10th, which is today, uh, will receive a VLR engine for the price of $500 and shipping. So a very bargain uh, price for those who are looking to do that 100cc. We know a lot of uh, mini drivers moving up into uh, the 100cc category for this year. Uh, or just uh, Briggs racers that are looking to maybe do some manufactured cup racing uh, have the opportunity to do uh, 100cc senior category. Uh, So obviously providing uh, that uh, carrot to get them out there and go racing. And and, and indeed, uh, a a pretty tight connection between the WKA and Rock Cup, obviously something new that happened here in the second half in the fall of 2019. Prizes up for grabs for the Daytona event, the, the Manufacturers Cup event as part of Cart Week for all classes. Uh, a first place finish, an entry package into the entire 2020 Florida Winter Tour. If you finish second at Daytona, a single event package in the 2020. Same as well for if you finish second or, second or third. So if you win at Daytona, it's a full entry package for the Florida Winter Tour. A lot of cross promotion, David, between these two organizations to try to get things and momentum rolling for the Rock within Rock Cup and within the WK Manufacturers Cup. Yeah, if you win a class at Daytona, you might as well just uh, park it in Florida <laughs> for it, the right? next three months because, uh, yeah, you'll have that. You'll have all three of those races plus uh, that uh, uh, WK uh, Winter Cup uh, event in in Orlando in February. So uh, lots of racing uh, going on in Florida that uh, is is specific towards uh, the Rock and talking about the WK uh, Florida Winter Cup as well. That's something new here, I believe, for this year. Not totally new. They did it a couple of years ago, but but. A, back again for 2020 right yeah with their restructuring that they did for the 2020 season they decided to provide a two event program for the wk florida winter cup which includes daytona and that february event in orlando um so uh the uh champion from that cat from 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 that program will receive a full entry package to the 2020 rock the rio event 
Uh, second place in the championship will earn a entry to Rock the Rio. And then third place will receive race tires for the 2020 Rock the Rio in Las Vegas this November. So um, lots of uh, lots of great prizes, not to mention uh, podium finishers and the Briggs and Stratton 206 cadet class will receive a micro or mini rock engine rental courtesy of WKA at the Rock the Rio event. So lots going yeah, on. Yeah, more prizes coming for the uh, the mid-season shootout as well, the year-end championship. So a lot happening with, within Rock and WKA. One of the big things too, David, was the WKA actually adding some of the Rock Cup USA officials to the program, including the race director, Chuck Yoder, and some of uh, his support staff as well. Yeah, a little bit uh, a change for, for WKA to, uh, regarding structure-wise. Um they they were they had still they were trying they were trying to find a basically to be honest they're trying to find who was going to take over as as a lead race director um they had they had some people in place um good good or good bad or ugly it just didn't work out and and they parted ways and so this partnership with Rock Cup uh, USA and Rock Cup Promotions uh, provided the opportunity for them to bring in their actual race staff and 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 um, on track and off track to uh, to be able to support. Uh, what WK the WK events that the, they'll be doing in 2020. So uh, we'll see how that uh, that commingle works out uh, through Daytona. Obviously, Daytona is kind of a a monster of its own. Being at Daytona, uh, a very short day as as we know, the daylight hours go really quickly. Uh, so we'll see how everything unfolds there. But really, more sure. so towards the the remainder of the season when the the manufacturers cup program moves on and they uh and they have all their other special events throughout 2020 david other big news for the wk the world karting association uh, signing on a new presenting sponsor one of the really iconic names in american motorsports yes uh something that was happening throughout the 2019 season had a little bit of uh, co-mingling going on there um, Summit Racing Equipment was uh, really interested in, in what karting was doing right now, and and got connected with the uh, World Karting Association, and and had a little bit of a a, a, a soft opening, if you want to say, yeah. at the at the Charlotte Motor Speedway during uh, the karting challenge there, uh, with the road racing and the uh, Manufacturers Cup event going on there. Uh, so now for 2020, Summit Racing Equipment has said, "We're all in. We love what you guys are doing. We love what the sport uh, provides." for not only uh, the motorsports industry, but just for racing itself. Uh, so they have decided to uh, agree to a multi-year agreement uh, as the presenting sponsor for all national programs uh, with the WKA. So uh, that's going to provide a lot of um, uh, good good cross-promotion between Summit Racing Equipment and WKA, yep. along with uh, WKA racers and members provide getting uh, you know a little bit of of some swag and some gift cards and a little bit of this and a little bit of that from summit racing equipment. So, you know, just, it's what, it's kind of what, you know, our sport really needs. And we always keep looking for is, is that support outside support into our sport to help, you know, give, give, not only give awareness, but give back to the racers as well. Yeah, Summit, Summit Racing Equipment's a, just an a absolutely massive company within the, the motorsports world. I know a million of parts in stock, free shipping on orders, over 99 bucks. So good on WKA for being able to develop a solid relationship there with Summit Racing Equipment. All right, jumping into the next break of the action, when uh, David and I get back here on the EKN Radio Network, we're going to talk about a new dealer for Burrell Art North America. Uh, we'll also talk about a Formula One driver putting another uh, name on uh, badging up a cart as well. And one of the icons, of course, of American racing, 
American Carding Gary Carlt will talk more about what he's got going for 2020. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. As a world leader in personal racing safety products with a sales and service staff and dealer network unmatched in motorsports, Simpson Performance Products is now the official North American distributor for Stilo helmets. In addition to their wildly popular auto racing helmets, Stilo is extremely excited to have made their move into the karting community with a pair of stellar options. Stilo has two helmets designed and manufactured specifically for karting. The Stilo ST5 CMR 2016 for kids and the Stilo ST5 Kart Snell K 2015 adult karting helmet. The company's karting helmets are directly derived from Stilo's auto racing helmets that are so popular at the top levels of racing. Drivers rave about the superior comfort levels as well as Stilo's lightweight construction and unparalleled field of vision, a crucial attribute for karting. For more information on Stilo, check them out at simpsonperformanceproducts.com slash Stilo or by following them on social media at Stilo USA. Rotax is officially back in America, and J3 Competition is the iconic brand's new importer and distributor for the United States. With a focus on top-notch customer service and unparalleled product support, J3 Competition is excited to work with club and regional series to build the Rotax community across the United States. For 2019, J3 Competition formed its Stars and Stripes Racing Program, which highlights its national Rotax Max Challenge Grand Finals ticket events. The two events, the Stars and Stripes Open and the Stars and Stripes Trophy, awarded tickets to 10 drivers to participate in the Rotax Grand Finals in Italy, the sport's most talked about global event. Rotax is a global leader in two-cycle technology and alongside J3 Competition, who brings more than 75 years of experience to the brand here in the U.S. The industry is safe with a bright future. Check out the new Rotax USA program at racerotax.com. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole. This is episode number 16 of the This Week in Karting uh, podcast, December the 10th, 2019, almost done the season. David, let's jump back in with some uh, some chassis news and some team news because we got a lot going on. Uh, Burrell Art North America, one of the big signings that they had late in the season was to bring Texan Jake French on board to kind of head up their shipper cart program here in North America. And when that kind of happened, it also kind of paved the way for a new dealer as uh, Jake's parents, Mark and Gina French, and their full gas motorsports program have actually become a new dealer in Texas for Burrell Art. Yeah, it's a great combination. Obviously, when you sign a driver, uh, you, you want him to be all in and, and working with the uh, operation year round. And what better way to do that than to uh, to form a, a dealer uh, down in Texas where they actually live down in the Dallas, Texas area. So with uh, Jake French, uh, obviously being the, the one of the lead drivers with uh, PSL Karting and Burrell Art North America, uh, him and his family with uh, father Mark and mother Gina are all in on uh, on uh, forming up the uh, full gas motorsports uh, operation. Obviously, they're probably going to be working based out of Denton, Texas. We know they love uh, we they love that racetrack, but uh, they're really going to focus on all club and regional races uh, throughout northern Texas and and throughout the area. 
They, we know uh, the French family has already been working with um, Alan Rudolph down at Speed Sports uh, Raceway Park, or, and uh, and so so they got a good rapport going on down there. So it looks like they're really looking at uh, building uh, that uh, Burrell Art uh, brand throughout the state of Texas. Yeah, one of the things about Mark and Gina, obviously, they uh, also own P1 Promotions. They had run the Texas Pro Kart Challenge for the last, last number of years. They've stepped away from that Scusa Regional Program for 2020. They're actually going to put a trio of races on themselves, including the Lockhart Grand Prix. As we go back to the streets of Lockhart, they're going to do an event at Amarillo as well, and they'll do one at Coda Karting at the Circuit of the Americas. So they've got the, the, the promotion side of the company. They've got the Full Gas Motorsports as a dealer for Burrell Art North America and PSL Karting. Yeah, it's just going to be, I think, if you're if you're a Burrell dealer down in Texas, it's just going to be that level of support because you know Jake French and his dad Mark they've been you know they've been top level uh, a driver father wrench duo for the for the longest time. Uh, Mark knows his stuff, and I think that uh, yeah, I think people running the uh, the Burrell product down in Texas are going to be very happy. It's uh, it's great to have passionate people uh, behind it, David. And that's what it, that's the key of the here uh, for the French, I think. Oh, for sure. And I'm really looking forward to seeing, uh, I'm sure once now that we're in the 2020, uh, calendar year or almost calendar year, uh, what, uh, what they have in store for the Lockhart Grand Prix, because as, as you know, we, we both got to, to, uh, take part in that previously. And so we know what the, 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 the city of Lockhart has, uh, to, uh, to offer, especially in food, uh, something that we always enjoy <laughs> when we go to events, but just just because you know we love street racing as well. So we you know we have Rock Island Grand Prix, we have uh, Quincy Grand Prix, and now you add and then Streets of Lancaster Grand Prix. You add uh, we bring back the Lockhart, okay. and now uh, exactly so lots of street racing yeah. uh, getting momentum here in North America. Speaking of the Burrell Art North America program, working with Burrell Arts is the driver Charles Leclerc, of course, the, the F1 driver for Ferrari, formerly running with the Art GP team. So there's that connection with the Burrell Art, the Art GP team. Claude Leclerc, David, actually going to launch his own chassis range. So essentially getting that logo, that name on a chassis getting built by Burrell. Yeah, it's going to be manufactured by them, available in all the different sizes with baby, mini, okay, junior, KZ, Rotex, and even rental categories. So uh, full range of chassis with his branding on it. Uh, they've already had a, a race team, the Lennox race yeah, team Lennox. out of the UK, uh, signed on to be for 2020. So they'll be promoting that brand uh, throughout uh, Europe and all international events that happen over there. Uh, and of course, here you can get it uh, through PSL Karting and probably through all the uh, Burrell Art dealers that are available throughout North America. A couple of uh, former Scusa Super Nationals racers as well, Charles Leclerc and Jordan Lennox, both running at the Super Nationals. So good to see those two guys together. Charles is obviously going to be one of the future stars uh, of F1. Uh, a tremendous season this year with Ferrari really stepped things up. And uh, uh, we've got that next generation of F1 drivers moving. And just to have that connection to Karting again, I, it's a Burrell project, of course. Charles is putting his logo, his name on it. But the bottom line is, it's a top Formula One driver, completely connected to karting, who's going to continue to expose our sport inside the motorsports world, all the fans, and outside that as well. I think it's a, I think it's a big thing. I think it's a big positive. Yeah, it's something we saw with uh, Ricciardo brand and, and yep. Daniel uh, doing that through throughout the world, and we see it uh, growing and growing. Uh, so yeah, and any, any form of promotion for carding is, is good. Let's, uh, let's go to a, a guys putting their names 
on carts. And let's go to one of the absolute icons of American karting over the last 25 years. Maybe not 25 for this driver in total, but we've had a chance to watch Gary Carlton become this young kid in the 80 classes and the, you know, the junior classes step up to become uh, one of the top drivers in the ICC classes running with Track Magic and, and, and other programs. End up going to Europe with with, with uh, CRG, Formula K, all the different organizations that, that he was able to run as really the only American to ever be a professional driver for one of the factories. He comes back here, resets his life, and starts GFC, his own chassis line. Uh, so Team GFC, of course, we've seen it kind of grow in the last couple of years. It's been really interesting to watch it, David, hasn't it? To watch uh, really the first time we've seen someone who has progressed all the way from a junior, senior, factory driver in Europe, living that dream, and then coming over and putting his own name on his own chassis line and just living it, you know, just absolutely, you know, live your passion, I believe, is is, is Gary's uh, tagline for the company. But here's a guy that just does not stop working, testing, working, and really putting together a program that has become one of the top teams, I think, in North America. Yeah, it's definitely growing to be that. Um, obviously, already having – a lot of success over the first year that it's been in existent, yep. winning at Rock the Rio last year in 2018, obviously sitting on the podium again, uh, both at Rock the Rio and the Super Nationals as well with Matias Ramirez. Uh, so it's it's getting that that culture, uh, obviously, as we saw when they when they brought uh, the Track Magic brand back at the Super Nationals uh, just a few weeks ago. It had that loyalty, so he has that uh, that. Uh, um, family atmosphere to, or not family atmosphere, but that, that culture behind him to help grow the brand. And a lot of people, they know what Gary's about and Gary's about business. He's about uh, getting the best out of not only you, but everybody around you. So um, I think that's going to definitely help him as uh, he continues to expand uh, the GFC brand uh, from coast to coast, because that's essentially what he's looking to do in 2020. So again, this week in karting, uh, the podcast where we kind of give you the news we put on EKN. And this was one of the news items that did come out, and it was Team GFC. Gary's uh, essentially uh, saying what they're going to be doing for 2020. Uh, he'll be running on the East Coast in the Florida Winter Tour with the Rock Cup with one of his dealers from the East Coast, to Mike Rivera from Rivera Racing. On the West Coast, he's committed to the Challenge of the Americas, the Rock Sonoma program, which is kind of his home track, home home base, the California Pro Kart Challenge, and also, also the KPX Karting Championship, the four-cycle category, the, the Briggs uh, Series with, uh, with Briggs, and a couple of the IAMI classes. I thought that was a very interesting thing for Gary to focus a bit on grassroots as well. Of course, he'll be at the Rock, the Rio, and Super Nationals in 2020. One of the big things, David, that this particular news bit came out with, which I thought was interesting, uh, they've launched their RR5 Cadet chassis. So Gary's expanded his brand from obviously KZ and the top-level shifters all the way down to Cadet. They also teased about a Team GFC Young Driver Development Program, which I thought was very interesting. It was, I think it was on, uh, might have been on Instagram, talking about Nico Scarf- uh, Sarfati uh, coming on board with him as well. I, Gary's doing all the right things to develop that that strong foundation, the base of his program. Well, I think that's where you see the uh, the GFC program going to KPX and the California Pro Kart is for that young driver development program yeah. because you, especially with the KPX program, you have the Briggs and the and the K100 engine programs that are uh, able to to help develop a driver because as has probably he as he did, he had that slow development from slower to to faster type engines where I think he has that same type of uh, of of um, 
of thought going into his own uh, team driver development and, and get these kids out there on something to where they can learn how to be smooth and fast and then move them up from there rather than just throw them into the lions and, and have them go. Well, and any, any team owner like Gary is not just a team owner, he's a driver himself, but he's also a coach, right? His idea is you want to get a young driver when they're moldable, when they're moldable. You know, same when you're, if you're a ski instructor, you want someone that's real free, that doesn't really know the sport. You can take them all the way through. And Gary, I think with his young driver development program, he's thinking about, hey, I want to get a kid when he's nine or 10 years old. I want to develop him for the next seven, six, seven years. I want, let's, let's get this guy right into the mold of Gary Carlton. We'll start winning races all the way through. So I, I'm excited about about that. We'll learn more about it, of course. I'm lining up uh, an industry insider interview with with Gary. Uh, hopefully this week, if all if all works out well. So uh, you'll hear more from Gary here on the EKN Radio Network. Looking at success from the Supernats, this was obviously some information that came out afterwards. One of the big the big stories, of course, was Danny Formal able to win in the KZ category with Greg Bell from Leading Edge Motorsports on the Formula K, taking on the reigning world champion in Marion Kremers from PSL Karting. You know, tremendous team, tremendous driver. Formal able to kind of bring on things strongly in the second half of that 25 lapper on Super Sunday. Big news for Formal, and this is really going to give him an opportunity. And I actually talked to Greg Bell about this afterwards when this kind of came out, and Greg's super happy for him. Danny's going to get a cool, a really cool opportunity in 2020. Of course, Danny living in Costa Rica. He's actually going to be moving with his wife to Miami, living in Boca Raton, potentially, I think. But he is going to be the lead driver for the new karting program at ANSA Motorsports. Now, ANSA, uh, it's coaching and a driver development program in karting. But ANSA is also one of the major teams in the IMSA LMP3 category. They have a uh, Lamborghini Huracan as well. There's going to be an opportunity for Danny to get into some car racing, which he's done a little bit of it in Costa Rica. This is a great chance for him to bring his karting skills, all his uh, you know his, his speaking ability, his coaching ability, to work with Ansa's karting program as a coaching and driver development leader, but also get a chance to to jump in behind the wheel of an IMSA LMP3 car. Because David, you know, you and I have watched him for so many years, coming off that victory at, the, at KZ. Here's a talented driver who just really needed an opportunity talk much i don't i don't think danny formal talks much does he <laughs> <laughs> um yes definitely a, a very cool opportunity for danny to uh to take advantage of moving back here to the united states from costa rica uh and as you said getting into into cars is something uh, uh very unique and not everybody has the oppor- opportunity to take advantage of that and so for this to to open up and and not only to to promote his driving abilities up the up the motorsports ladder he also has the ability as you said to uh to to keep uh to build a a karting franchise down there in florida as well with with ansa uh again he was uh he he has the ability to to be fast we've seen that he three victories at the super nationals coming off uh, a victory over the the reigning world kz champion uh in marnie kremers uh definitely we know he has the ability to be among the best in the world and uh, and so now he has he's he has the opportunity to to take that that skills and and push it on to others who are interested in being in the sport. And it's probably not only not only just uh, but kids, but, uh, you know, elder drivers or 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 uh, gentlemen drivers, as you would say, guys who are interested in car racing. He could take them over to the car track and, and help uh, massage their their driving abilities there that may help them um, moving into cars, into the car side of things. So a very cool and uh, unique opportunity for him. And he already got in the, uh, in the car now uh, for two days, I believe testing at Daytona already. 
Nice. And uh, and you're right. One of the cool things, the factors that 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 testing back and forth, the car drivers for Ansa can get some more seat time in in, uh, in, in carts uh, down in Florida, which is great. Ansa Motorsports and the karting program, I believe the focus will be the Florida Winter Tour and the Sunshine State Karting Challenge for 2020. Maybe some other national races, but that program really just starting getting going. Well, they picked a good one, though, folks, for sure. Danny Formal, definitely one of the best uh, we have in our sport right now. Jumping into another commercial break, we get back. We're going to talk about the Quincy Grand Prix. We're going to talk about uh, local karting back in Utah. We're going to talk about a new coaching program as well and another pretty cool thing within the industry that we'll talk about all here on This Week in Karting on the EKN Radio Network. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at franklincart.com where all of our products are just a mouse click away and we ship daily. We're constantly adding new products to our online store, so keep checking back. We specialize in IAMI engines, tilt seats, and of course, our championship-winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find Molecule cleaning products, minus 273 racing gloves, Micron gauges and components, and both MG and Bridgestone tires. If you're ready to take your racing to the next level, come and join us at Team FMS. We've been supplying racers with start-to-finish support at race events for many years, providing a helping hand on weekday test outing or at a club event, to full arrive and drive packages at the highest level of karting competition. For 2019, we'll be attending the Superkart USA Winter Series, WK Manufacturers Cup, United States Pro Kart Series, and the Route 66 Kart Racing Series. And we'd love to have you under our tent at Merlin Nation. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. The 2019 season has been an exciting year for Rock Cup USA, and the schedule is set to close out its biggest event on the calendar, Rock the Rio. Rockers will converge on the Rio All Suites Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas to celebrate Halloween week, competing at this premier international event on October 28th to November 2nd, all around a challenging temporary circuit with the Las Vegas Strip in the background. Rock Cup USA programs are wrapping up their 2019 seasons across the country, including the Rock the Rockies in Colorado, Rock Sonoma, and California Rock Championships in California, and many other clubs across North America. Learn more about the Rock the Real event and all things that are rock at rockcupusa.com. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole, episode 16 of This Week in Karting, the podcast perfect for your morning commute or heading home uh, on that, that drive back uh, from work. Download it, get it on your phone, iTunes, Google Play. You can stream it, of course, through the website as well. I think it's on Spotify too, David. We got that hooked up on Spotify. Uh, lots to, lots more to come here on this one. We got actually, no, not that much. We've got about a page and a half still to go. David, one of the big things that, that happened a couple of years ago was the return of the Quincy Grand Prix, the park race. Uh, in Quincy, uh, just a, a legendary event in this sport. Uh, I had a chance to race it back in like 1997 or 98. I can't remember which. I think it was 97. Uh, bottom line is, is Terry Trader continues to do more and more with this event. They uh, 
uh, raised the bar in terms of safety, uh, bringing in so many barrier systems, and they've really done an amazing job with the race. He's stepping things up. Terry just wants to keep putting the hammer down. Really, the 50th anniversary of the event, David, they, they just added a $10,000 purse. Cash money, baby. <laughs> you know, that that's that was a big part of, of Quincy for a while, yeah. um, from what I recall, you telling me stuff like that. Uh, but um, yeah, it's uh, $10,000 for four categories, um, Pro Shifter Open, Pro Shifter 125, Pro Briggs, and Pro Yamaha. So those will be four of the pro categories that will run all weekend long and at the end, crowning a winner and, of course, uh, prize money down probably I'm assuming through the top five, but they have not uh, released an actual uh, prize structure down to us. But uh, a $10,000 purse anyway for uh, for the four categories. 1999 Scusa King of the Streets was at Quincy. Do you remember who won it, David? My turn to ask you a question. Alan Rudolph. On what chassis? Uh, was that the uh, PCR? Nope. Oh, I thought it was good. Yes, on Alan Rudolph. I thought it was on the PCR. On, I don't think so. PCR with the Yamaha he Power. Was the, he was on the Haas. No, Jesse. I think you're full I, of a, it. It's the cover of the magazine. You're full of it. I don't think I'm full of it, Dave. I think he's on. I think he was on the. Uh, I think he's on the Haas. We'll go look at that. I'm pretty sure he was on the Haas. I have the photo. I'll have to find it, but I have it. Bring it out. I'm pretty sure it's the Haas. <sighs> All right, we'll look back anyway. Uh, the Saturday sprint race is returning for 2020 as well for Briggs Heavy, Yamaha, Margay Ignite, and Open Shifter. Sunday classes, in addition to the pro class we just mentioned, Briggs Medium, Briggs Heavy, Briggs Masters, Margay Ignite, Margay Ignite Heavy and Masters, and the Vintage Guys will be back once again, which is awesome. Uh, online entry now open at QuincyGrandPrix.com, and all entries that come in before January the 1st are entered in for a drawing for a new 40-inch 4k smart tv so a little uh, little extra there if you get yourself uh uh get yourself entered before the uh, the end of the year but david this is one of those bucket list races isn't it like i know you i, I got to get you there pretty soon when i drove it it was amazing it's just there, there's an atmosphere about the park and the city of quincy and the people that come out to party and it's just it's i don't think there's anything like it in our sport right now I, I'm, I'm hoping to try to get back there this year my schedule is pretty nuts but if, if there's a chance for me to go, I, I got to get back there because it's just such an amazing race. I think it might just be cool to go watch yeah. uh, because I see I see all the spectators that they do have that go to this event. Uh, they have the uh, the VIP section right there at the start finish line with uh, a nice tent with chairs and drinks and food and everything. You, you know, it's it's almost like going to an IndyCar or NASCAR race. It's yeah. just it's a very cool little addition that he, they, they've added to the event and, and, or you just pull up a, a blanket, go sit on, at one of the corners and, and sit in the grass and kind of enjoy uh, what uh, the, the events as they unfold. Let's talk about uh, some kind of good news, David, uh, over in Utah at Utah Motorsports campus in Salt Lake city, just outside Salt Lake city. Uh, the club racing stuff kind of got put on a hold for a while, but we got news uh, before the Super Nationals that local kart racing was coming back to the Utah Motorsports Campus. They've got to do a partnership with the World Karting Association. There's going to be 10 dates from March to October in 2020 where an actual kart racing program back at Utah Motorsports Cam- uh, Campus. Yeah, it's and it's something I forgot to do because this kind of came out just as we were getting ready for 
for uh, our Supernatural Supernationals coverage. I forgot to ask our Utah friends what they thought of this program, but either way, it's still great that uh, that cart cart racing is coming back uh, to Utah. Obviously, last year the only thing that uh, happened really. Uh, racing wise was the spring nationals with uh, Supercarts USA. Luckily, we'll be back there again in May uh, for another return of the spring nationals back to Utah Motorsports Campus. But uh, a 10 race program is scheduled for 2020 for a club race program through March to October. So uh, 10, 10 race weekends along with uh, test and tune day before each round. So uh, great to see racing back at Utah Motorsports Campus. One of the bits of news that came out uh, onto the website after we got home from the Supernats was a new program from uh, race, uh, Racers 360. Uh, a guy that used to race carts with us for a long time, Dion Von Moltke, has got a program where he's put together like a, a personalized remote coaching service. So they have coaches that look over video. Uh, they've got the, their coaching program. They're expanding it into the karting market with some names that we definitely know. They've got plans to start around 99 bucks. Again, it's Racers 360. Chris Wareheim, one of the coaches. Dante Yu, Matt Jaskell, and another driver I've known for a long, long time out of Canada, Nelson Mason, who ended up doing a lot of Formula Car racing as well. Those are four of the coaches they have in the karting program. It's a pretty cool deal. In-depth video coaching. Same-day turnaround times can be available, but uh, just an opportunity uh, if you want to fine-tune what you're doing a little bit, uh, not doing a full coaching program, but to fine-tune things, Racers 360 uh, expanding into uh, the karting world. I think uh, I think uh, Matt Jasko was winning races before Dante U was even born. Uh, yeah, I think he won at the 1999 Scusa Super Nationals in junior. I don't think Dante junior, used 20 think, yet, so that's... Uh... I don't think he's 20. <laughs> maybe just. maybe. Just. Hey, listen, Matt Jaskell's a guy that uh, we've known for a long time. Well, the re- not, not only is he... A, I was going to say, the reason I said that, because it gives you the different age spectrum. You know, you have Jaskell, who's, who yeah. likes working with the gentleman drivers. Wareheim is kind of the... The in between, maybe Dante, you can work better with the cadet kids or, you know, that stuff like that. So that's why I said it. <laughs> well, one of the things about, yeah, I'll throw it out there about Matt. One of the things about Matt is he's obviously a really well-spoken uh, man, right? He just, he, he, he's raced so much stuff, you know, was in the Red Bull Formula One driver program, was working his way there, won the Formula BMW USA program. Uh, the Book It podcast I did. If you go back and listen to Matt, he gives you his whole story. But it's just a cool program for sure. Good to see those guys in there. And and uh, I'm a big uh, I'm a big believer in, in coaching because I think it's something. You know, we talk a lot about the Al Rudolph Racing Academy. If you really want to move up or, or take your driver to the next level, don't you don't need to be buying that little two tenths of a second. You know, that, that, whatever the new component is, really invest in your driver. That's the one thing we talk about with with Rudolph all the time as well. Now, hey, listen, in, let's go. Let's cap off this particular seg- segment, David, with kind of a move in the industry at this point here, learning that Stockholm Karting Center had actually purchased cart lift cart stands from Tim Coyen, who owned that company for over 16 years. Yeah, effective October 16th, uh, Stockholm Karting Center, Inc., uh, with Todd Fashing taking over um, and leaving Tim Coyen uh, with, with not a lot to do now. <laughs> is he retired <laughs> no 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 he still has his uh his, a little bit of manufacturing that he's going to be doing uh um, woodworking right too? yeah woodworking and so i so he still has that uh obviously he's doing a lot with the usbks program behind the scenes and also as the uh lead announcer as well so still keeping busy and and, and making sure that tj coin is staying in, in in the in the right path and not uh not doing too <laughs> getting too crazy so 
So, yeah, that, so that move with Stockholm Cardi Center Inc. taking over Cartlift Card Stands was effective uh, right in the middle of October. And, and again, you know what? I, I, we'll put a, a, a thank you out to Tim Coyne. He's been a huge supporter of eCardingNews.com. You know, uh, Cartlift Card Stands has been uh, one of our advertisers for many, many years. And we do appreciate uh, Tim's uh, friendship, number one, and and his support of what we did. Now, Ted Fashing, as you said, the owner of Triple T Race Products and Stockholm Carding Card Center in Kakato, Minnesota, the new owners of Cartlift Card Stand. So if you're a Cartlift customer, nothing's going to change. They're going to keep cranking out fantastic products. Just so you know, uh, there is a new owner in that And, and Tim has right. the Deep Seat. Oh. I forgot. Deep Seat uh, products as well. So, uh, yeah. That's true. Yep. You're right. You're right. All right. Let's uh, let's cap off, David. One more break in the action. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about the editorial that we've been cranking out on the website. We'll review some of the podcasts you've been able to put together. We'll talk about what's coming up as well on the EKN Radio Network. And then we'll uh, we'll have a, maybe our first look at the EKN Trackside Live program for 2020. Stay with us, folks. We're going to wrap up this edition of This Week in Carding when we come back. The 2020 racing season is closing fast, and Supercarts USA will press the reset button just after the new year for the third running of the Scusa Winter Series. The program drew big numbers last year, and we expect solid growth for the coming edition. We're again setting up shop at AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex, presented by MG Tires, for two exciting doubleheader weekends on January 10 to 12 and February 7 to 9. All the Scusa Pro Tour classes will be running at the Winter Series, so it's the perfect spring training for next year's National Championship Series. The weather will be ideal, so get out of the snow and join us for two fun weekends in South Florida. We'll have Pro and G1 G2 Shifter featuring the IAMI SSE 175cc engine and all the IAMI X30, KA100, and Swift classes as well. We'll also be welcoming the popular Margate Ignite Challenge to the Winter Series for a little taste of Briggs 206 competition. Registration opens on December 1st. For more information, visit supercartsusa.com. And to learn more about the Margate Ignite program, check out ignitecarding.com. If you want to drive the best, drive a CRG. Our countless race wins and championships prove this fact including taking the KZ Finals at the Scusa Super Nationals and the CIK World Championships in both 2016 and 2017. Our material is second to none. After years of independent American importers, CRG is now managed directly by the factory and run out of our state-of-the-art headquarters in Texas. CRG Nordam is the American arm of the CRG factory in Italy, and we're serious about success. We stock a wide variety of parts in all of our chassis, from the CRG Hero for the Mini categories, to the Heron for Tag Race, the Road Rebel for Gearbox Competition, and the new FS4, which has been designed specifically for American four-cycle Briggs Racing. If you're ready to step up to the national level, do it with a factory race team that competes across the USA. CRG Nordam is a full factory effort with the best personnel and the finest equipment. We're serious about winning, and you should be too. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, trying to wrap up this edition of This Week in Karting, episode number 16. Uh, Rob Haddon here alongside David Cole. Uh, David, uh, man, the editorial never ends with us. We, uh, you know, we're, 
We're focused on keeping content coming, whether it's written, whether it's audio, whatever it may be. We did some video, obviously, our EK and debrief lives from the Supernats. Very well received. That was a ton of fun. Uh, but, man, we had the editorial cranking over the last month. I started things off with uh, an article that I wrote about Track Magic being back, the return of the legend. You were knocking out Driver of the Month. Evan Stammer winning Driver of the Month in September. Jordan Pryor, Driver of the Month in October. Just a ton happening. Yeah, Evan Stammer winning two rocks at the Rock Island Grand Prix uh, in Briggs competition. And we kept with the Briggs uh, side of everything in October, going with Jordan Pryor, the winner of the CIK Medium category at the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals, able to win over the 72 driver field in that race. So uh, uh, two Briggs racers getting the, uh, the nod for driver of the month in September and October. We knocked out a couple more of our EK and on tracks. David and I getting a chance to do some racing earlier in the year, so we kind of wrote that up. I had a chance to drive uh, a Burrell Art RY30 with the Vortex VLR100 power for Andy Saisman at the final round of the Challenge of the Americas at Sonoma. Had a ton of fun with that engine package. The Burrell felt really good there. Sonoma is just a fun track to drive, but uh, no doubt about it, that, that, that VLR100, obviously very similar to the KA. First time I'd had a chance to drive it. It was actually, David, the first time I'd driven a two cycle cart like that, like actually raced one. I know we drove the Rotex a number of years ago. First time I'd driven one in all, I think almost 10 years, to be honest. A hundred CC. Yeah. Yeah. hundred uh, CC. Yeah. I hadn't driven one in front. I hadn't driven one in ages. I, it was fun. It's been, I think since what, 2015 that I, that, that we did the on tracks with the Yamaha program with Comet uh, racing engines. And we did a lot of different chassis that year. I think that was the yep. last year I was actually in a Yamaha. We got to do more of that. You also, you and I both actually knocked out our on-track uh, articles uh, driving the Comet Eagle at the Brickyard, Battle of the Brickyard, the Briggs 206 class, kind of wrapped up how the action went for us, the feeling of the event itself. Uh, just, it was good to be able to, you know what, you, 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 I was love about these on-tracks. We live it, right? You're there, we're driving, you know, we always, you and I both had the passion for it. And just, man, when you get out of the cart at the scales, you're so pumped. But then you get to write about it. And, you know, you kind of relive uh, how the weekend went. I remembered how damn hot it was at brick, the Brickyard, how I was exhausted going back and forth from carts. I'm working on the, the Margay Ignite one as well. It's almost done. I'll wrap it up and probably have it out on the website next week. But um, man, that was the Brickyard was a ton of fun and I will drive. I will drive a Comet Eagle anytime. That felt, a cart felt so good. Cart felt good. Uh, engine was fast. The seat was even better with that, uh, that Beasley seat. Agreed. It just kind of formed. It just, it, it fit me. It really Agreed. did. And, yep. and, uh, you know, I, I don't think there was another seat out on the market like it. And, uh, so yeah, no, it was a enjoyable time to be, uh, with, uh, Mark Dismore and Gary Lawson, uh, and the Dismore family under there and Comet, uh, racing family. So a uh, fun time there. Uh, yeah, thankfully we don't have rain next year. Uh, so it won't cut uh, things, make things a little bit crazy <laughs> and chaotic there. Hey, uh, let's give a shout. But, uh, let's give a shout out to Colton Smith to our mechanic. And Colton, yeah, we we didn't keep him busy. We didn't have a lot to do. Nope. Uh, he just helped us push up and push back, and and uh, probably one of the more relaxing weekends he had. So I did knock out a couple of morning coffees as well over the last month. I wrote an article about the Cup Carts North America being part of something special. I talked about how that those Grand Nationals were awesome. I also wrapped up a morning coffee right after the Scusa Super Nationals. Essentially, just kind of some of my thoughts. Uh, you can find those, of course, on the website. We'll blast them out more on our social media. Uh, kind of gave us David and I a break 
right after the Super Nationals. We did the debrief the week afterwards. We had race reports from the uh, LAKC, Los Angeles Karting Championship, their final round. Uh, what else did we do? We had, obviously, our race coverage of the Rock the Rio and the Scusa Supernats. David, we also got one of our Mechanics Minutes articles from Dan Schlosser from the Rock Cup Superfinal. Yeah, he was uh, with uh, Luca Mars through the FIA uh, Academy Trophy Program. And unfortunately, because uh, Luca had a broken wrist, was not able to make the final round of that program. So we asked him to uh, to provide us some words from the Rock Cup Superfinal, which was in October, uh, as it was uh, Luca's actual return race back from uh, the broken wrist. So uh, really cool. Again, got to go to different uh, events and kind of see the events through not a driver, but uh, a guy, the guy who uh, helps get p- everything put together and make sure uh, the driver's fast on the racetrack. Yeah, I, I just I love the different vantage point, right? It's a totally different mindset when you're the mechanic, when you're the driver. I, I love it. And, and Dan does a great job with, with those uh, editorial pieces. One of the things we do here with the ECAN Radio Network, folks, as you, as you know, if you're a regular listener, the, the first opportunity to listen to any of our content is streamed live on the radio networks. Just like listening listening to terrestrial radio, you can't stop it, you can't start it. It's strictly radio. We do that for the first you know four or five days, and then David will turn it into a podcast later on. But the first time is to have the streaming twenty four seven ECN Radio Network content. Since our last podcast, or since our last uh, this week in, in in Carding podcast, David knocked out that particular episode, episode thirteen, turned it into a podcast. We had our new outlap. Uh, preview podcast as well. We did two episodes to preview the Super Nationals. That's something you're going to see continue for 2020. We will be doing an outlap for all the major events that we go to, kind of previewing what's going to be happening on track. We also had our EKN debrief of both the Rock the Rio and the Scusa Super Nationals. That's episodes 59 and 60. Those are all now available on either iTunes or Google Play, uh, Spotify. You can also, obviously, you know, just go to ecardinews.com slash podcast all our content available there as well. Of course, coming up soon, we're going to have the Industry Insider that I did with Andy Saisman. That'll be available as a podcast soon. And give us a couple of days, we'll get this one available as a podcast as well. ECAN Radio Network, more coming here. It's the only sh- only karting radio station in the sport, folks. 24 hours, seven days a week. Nothing but karting content, whether it's some of the play-by-play that we do, whether it's the archived race reports, whether it's all our podcasts, we got another one coming up. I'm going to try to sit down with Greg Jasperson from uh, from Cup Carts North America. I want to talk to him about 2020. We talked about him today, but I, I got I to gotta talk to him a little bit. Find out what's going on. What plans do they have potentially for the Grand Nationals? As I said, I'm going to try to sit down as well uh, with Gary Carlton. He and I are trying to find a time. He's nonstop prepping that short run of 10-track Magic Carts to get them to their owners. But he's also prepping to head to Florida. Uh, for the Florida Winter Tour and, of course, of course the Challenge of the Americas as well. And then, as David and I said, David, you and I are going to be lining up right before Christmas. We'll do an outlap of the WK Daytona Cart Week. We'll talk everything. We'll talk Manufacturer's Cup. We'll talk uh, We'll talk road race a little bit. I'll let you run with that. But, uh, yeah, another outlap coming before the end of the year. Yeah, we. I have some uh, ideas that uh, we'll bring to the outlap uh, episode. Hopefully, it'll be nice. uh, interesting and new. Uh, and give everybody a little bit more insight and and more voices instead of listening to just me and you. That's exactly it. I like that idea too. And uh, listen, eventually we'll get off our asses and uh, and get one of these roundtables put together. It's just been we've just been flat out, but I've been touch, in touch with a couple of guys. We're gonna come up with some ideas. We're gonna put some questions out there on social media. You tell us what you think we need, the topics need to be about a roundtable. We'll bring some industry uh, experts in, and we'll get everybody's feeling on that. 
what we are going to be doing as we wrap things up here right now is looking forward to 2020. The EKN Trackside Live Tour for 2020 will again be presented by Cooper Tires. Thank you very much uh, to Chris Pantani and everybody for Cooper Tires for uh, their second year of support here uh, in 2019. We're excited to get back at it again. Not sure yet of the entire schedule. Got to lock things down to find out exactly where we're heading. But we do know for sure, David, that in January, the 10th, 11th, and 12th, Alicia and I will be at the Scusa Winter Series race at Homestead. And then you and I heading to Tucson for the opening round of the Challenge of the Americas on January 24, 25, 26. Another season of live coverage on the EKN Radio Network. The Challenge. Yes, looking forward to it. Tucson, some... Mexican food, some in and out food. Well, listen, I can't tell. I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm hungry, but I keep talking food. Saysman <laughs> brought it up because I can't. I think it was Mark Michione that had posted something on, on one of the uh, Facebook threads about me doing a smash burger deal. And I had said that we're going to get one of those small little 17 inch Blackstone griddles and I'll do some smash burgers for the FTK crew. Well, he's and he's got the new trailer now, so it, I believe it has room for that. There you go. It's not very big, man. There's a lot. You know. No. And he has the containers that carries the tires. It'll it'll be a good thing. I'll knock out, yeah, I'll knock out like 20 or 30 burgers for the boys and girls under the FTK tent, and we'll have some fun and have a couple of cocktails and enjoy ourselves. Yeah, not 150. No, 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 <laughs> God, no. dude. Listen, that's going to be coming out too, folks. You'll see this soon. I've actually been in touch. We finally have all the money in. Uh, we'll be in touch with the folks from – we actually just reached out to the folks from, from Riley Children's Hospital in, uh, in Indianapolis. Our burger smash that we did at the Cup Carts North America. We'll have a full piece on the on the website on it. We ended up raising four thousand dollars, so we'll be sending a check for four thousand dollars to them, uh, which is awesome. We really appreciate it. You as well, David. We, you and me and Alicia smashed out uh, what one hundred and fifty burgers in two hours. Uh, we're looking for more next year when we go back for the another edition because I think I've got a couple of guys that are going to help us out trackside. So it's going to be a lot of fun, but it was cool to be able to raise that that much money. I think Mike Adams might even be one of them helping out. He he's getting, well, he's getting some practice in. I mean, he's looking. Yeah, he's I, doing pretty good. I think. I think. Uh, I think Mike's going to want to be uh, come to play for sure as well. And and uh, one of the racers as well, Ryan Pickering, who works for St. Elmo's and Burger Study, he wants to come on board as well. So, man, we got some burger experts I know, I know, coming to this. It could almost be a contest. Trip. Listen, uh, <laughs> enough competition between you. Enough competition between you and I on the weekend. Well, no, no, I no, no, no. Just, I didn't say between me and you. I meant us versus others. Now, you know what? No? We're all okay. going to work together. One cause. We'll get three griddles out there. We'll make it happen. We need three griddles because 150 was about the most we could do in two yes. hours. If we get three griddles, I'd like maybe two griddles. If we get two griddles, I'd like to see if we could knock out maybe 200, 250 this year. Yes, it, it, it'll be a bit a bigger uh, assembly line, so the line waiting for the burgers won't be so long. All I know this for sure, Dave, is we smelt like burgers for the even in the morning my hat smelled like hamburgers when we were driving back to the racetrack oh every everything smelled like burgers uh because when we came back to the house it was it smelled like (laughs) burgers and made the house smell like burgers and i don't think i didn't smell like burgers until i got home and washed everything thankfully 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 we had uh laundry at the airbnb because otherwise everything i had would i would smell like a smash burger all weekend but that's not the worst (laughs) thing in the world that's a pretty nice cologne if you ask me Mm, yeah, I I would I I I'm trying to think. Would, would is it is it race gas a good per, you know a good scent or uh, is it smash burger? No, I think I think a little smash burger. You dab a little bit on that okay. on, on Renee's cheeks. She'll be happy as heck. 
Well, she doesn't. She doesn't. No, no, it doesn't work for her. No. <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to wrap this thing up. This has been episode number 16 of the This Week in Carding podcast here at the EKN Radio Network. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you're listening to this on the way home from, from work or on the way to work. When you do that, do us a favor. Just just jump on social media and say, hey, guys, I'm listening to the new podcast. Love it or hate it, whatever it may be. Give us some input, but just let us know where you're listening from. It doesn't take much to jump on social. Take a picture of the uh of your uh, of your radio or whatever you got in the car, let us know you're listening. We'd, we'd love to hear it. We're done for today, folks. Lots more to come still, though. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. <laughs>